John Rowley here, joined by Jeremy Whiteford. And this week we get to sit down with a four-time Ironman in Andrew Comer. He shares with us a little bit of the insanity involved with swimming 2.4 miles, biking 112, and then running a marathon at the end of your day. If you've ever thought about doing an Ironman or if you need convincing to never do one, today is the perfect episode for you. Thanks for joining us. It's a perfect kind of lead-in yeah, because yeah, really. we, well, no, because we, I, I got a lot of things. One, okay. you did a really good job holding back F-bombs. I feel like there was a couple times they were on the tip of your tongue. I was practicing for I one. Think, I think it was, it was really, one. it was only one. That yeah. was pretty good. Really? That was really you good. You said F-and-ones, but you did, you did drop And then you had it, you, it was, <laughs> well, see, I was practicing because I seriously, I thought this was like a, like a little practice thing. I thought you sure. were seeing how the echoing no. stuff Life, was. you don't get to practice at life. So there's a couple things I, I pulled away from that. So <laughs> I, we're, I we're sitting here. We're sitting here with Drew Comer uh, from from Midwest Sweepers and Scrubbers, uh, otherwise known as a four-time Ironman. Oh, well, four fulls. Okay, we don't still four four fulls. People in the. I'm sorry (laughs) if you've done a half. Congratulations. Sure, sure, sure. That's great. That's half of an Ironman. Yes, yes. Um, So four full Ironmans and a half. Um, which, which now, I mean, you, your life goal of having one more Ironman than me has been complete. So well, I'm, that was the whole point of it, right? I, I, I was only under the assumption that you had done two, three. I did not know that. Yeah, so snuck yes. in that extra one. Yes. Well, now you, now your goal is to double, to double uh, me. Maybe, maybe not. I, I, don't, I don't know. Anyway, I, I, there, yeah. there's a couple of things I pulled away from that is the, um, you know, doing, doing hard things. Okay, um, is is something I want to talk about, and then the other thing is is your intensity. Um, you, you're you're making an example about your salespeople call and, and want to just shoot the breeze with somebody, and you want to go in there and like get them going. Sure. How? So I want to start with that. How do you take that intensity? And channel it in. So you just finished an Ironman. So yep, give everybody that, yeah. a little little background. A week ago, not even a week ago, you finished your fourth full Ironman. Yes, sir. How do you how do you channel and why do you channel your intensity into that endeavor and what what are the benefits that it provides? Um, what got me into the Ironman yeah. stuff? Yeah. Um, uh, you know the uh, you know. Uh, all the old, uh, you know, footage you saw, like Mark Allen and, and, uh, uh, and those guys battling back in the 80s. I mean, that's some of that stuff on like ABC Sports or whatever that was back in the day. Uh, those old Ironmans. Uh, I remember watching that as a little kid thinking that was super amazing. Um, but it required a lot of things that I didn't do well. Uh, I was always a good swimmer, but that's a lot, a lot, long way to swim. Uh, that's a long way to pedal on a bicycle. Uh, when you're a little kid and you normally have a BMX, it's not like you get to go uh, get better bikes. But uh, and then that running part, I hate running. Like I really to this hate, day, still to this day, uh, it is. I would much rather. Uh, just literally have my teeth pulled out of my, my head than run. Um, and I don't know why. Um, it's just, I think it more than anything, it's, it's such a slow activity or maybe cause I'm so slow at it. Uh, but obviously I always wanted to get into them. I always wanted to do them. Uh, but, uh, the big thing, uh, I, I, I'm an alcoholic. Uh, so, um, how many years clean? Uh, almost eight in December will be eight years. Um, uh, so that got in my way a lot, right? I always wanted to do them, but you know, hey, you know, uh, you know, you, you know, start drinking at two o'clock most days. Uh, you don't in the afternoon. Well, when else would you start? Yeah, yeah, you know, right, time yeah. or it depends, yeah, right. right? You know, uh, if you go to, uh, you know, so um, that would always get in the way. 
you know, you'd want to go ride that night, but you know, a 12 pack into it, it's probably not good riding time. Um, <laughs> you've done all your Ironmans sober. Sure. So in 2010, when I got sober, uh, I remember speaking with Chrissy. I was like, uh, I was going to do something, right? I love working with my hands. I love working with wood. I was going to maybe build a, a wood shop or something, right? I didn't know what I was going to do. Uh, but at the time I was thinking, well, maybe I go out and get a, a new, newer bike. Uh, and I'm going to train for an Ironman or something, something like that. Right. I didn't know what I was going to do. Uh, and then um, I opted for the bike, um, and I started asking better questions about uh, how to do triathlon stuff and uh, or what to do to train and all that crap on, on a couple different blogs and or whatever I was chatting at and uh, some uh, smart butt from the you know the back row you know basically said how about you just shut up and sign up for a race so I went. Uh, okay, I guess that would get me motivated, I guess, right? Um, uh, so I signed up for uh, Ironman uh, Madison. Your first race? My first race. Uh, signed up for that. You've never done any other triathlon before that? Well, I ended up doing like the Johnson County or the out at uh, uh, Shawnee Mission Park. Mm-hmm. So that's like a little like, 900 meter swim, 12 mile bike. Uh, yeah, sprint. 5K. Uh, yeah, and uh, that was my only. My only, my, my only experience laid into it. Uh, um, it's amazing the eye-opening stuff that you get. Because um, uh, nowadays they uh, newcomers. I apologize. That's fine. No, that's good. Uh, newcomers they get an orange bracelet, so you know who's, who's their first time. Is that right? Yeah. And uh, uh, it's amazing the sorry. It's amazing the. Um, the amount of uh, the difference between you know because you can tell people they just don't know what they're doing they don't know what to do with their bags and sure. uh, they don't know how to load up their bike for any with their goods yeah, and, it's, and, their and, it's, and it's, water bottles I didn't right I mean uh, I mean there's so much going on and there's so many people who are just you know, there's a lot of egos in there, right? I mean, yeah. there's uh, oh, there's a lot of volunteers to help, but uh, the biggest egos that you might find in any sporting event. Uh, well, it, most uh, most of the guys who are doing this, I mean, it, uh, without sounds you know silly, it's kind of an expensive sport to be in. Um, you know, I mean, this trip just alone, Co- kind it's, of. It's, I mean, it's so very- there's so a lot of the guys who are doing it are either higher level management. I mean, they they've been around long enough to be able to afford some of the crap that we we think we need. Right. Most of the stuff. We don't need. Right. I'm not fast enough for my bike, right? But I got a really nice bike. That bike is way beyond me. Um, but you could buy a nice used car. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right, right. I mean, I spent more. I spent more money on bicycles probably in the last decade. Uh, I could buy a house. Yeah. Holy smokes! <laughs> I mean, they're but, but it's kind of an arms race. Because you, because you know, somebody has the zip wheels, and then you. Oh, you start bike perving whenever you're walking, when you're checking in, and you're putting your, you know, six thousand dollar bike next to a sixteen thousand dollar bike, right? You know, all right, right? Yeah. You go, oh my god, well, what makes that sixteen thousand? Uh, you know, the two biggest drags on a bike, uh, if you're uh, seriously, you know, doing everything correctly, uh, your two biggest drags on a bike are your tires and your lid, your helmet. Uh, so spending. To you know, buying a six thousand dollar bike and putting a four thousand dollar wheel set on it is not uncommon. 
Yeah. Um, I've had bikes where I, you know, you buy them and you put $2,000 wheel set on them and two years later you put another 2000 and all of a sudden you got yeah. $4,000 in wheels that you put on that thing right. and, and the bike, <laughs> you're thinking, you know, uh, Cycle City is where I go for all my stuff up in Parkville, Joe Fox up there. Um, I mean, he used to have a sign, I'm sure it's still up there, it said your wife called and she said it was okay. There's, yeah. There's, I mean, like... You no can, rationality. Uh, well, I mean, but, you can buy like a CO2 cartridge. That might be under 20 bucks, right? Everything in there is expensive. But this, you weren't, this is your, talk us through your oh, first sorry. one. No. Uh, first one, first. Um, I, I did all the training by myself. Uh, I think I read a book called Be Iron Fit or something like that. That gave me some breakdown. Um, I just tried to ride a lot and tried to do some, you know, some, some blocks or some bricks, whatever you want to call them. Uh, running afterward. I uh, did a lot of swimming in, you know, a 25 meter pool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Anything in the open water? I did a couple open water swims, um, uh, but nothing to prepare me for wetsuit 2.4 miles with 3,000 other people. Trying to pull your head under? Um, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, trying to push you under? Well, it's just it's, not it's just because there's... I mean, if, I mean, you're swimming with 3,000 other people, and we're all not pros, so we all do this little zig, and just, it's, a, it's just, it's just a, a body bash. It's just... Um, it's you know, funny, at least... As you go through the stroke, somebody's hand will land on top sh- of your head, and your feet, your right. back. Uh, you know, if you're struggling a little bit, you, last thing you need need is, is, is body bumping, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. And I mean, if, uh, even for strong people, I'm, I'm not a fast swimmer, but I'm a strong swimmer. I can kind of be out there all day. It's, um, I'm not going to set the world on fire out there. Um, but, uh, I get nerve wracked, right? Where it's you, stressful. You, you, you start getting defensive. Yeah. Like, like all of a sudden this guy's hit me enough times. Now I'm hitting you buddy. Right. Now my next stroke or, or a little push in the ribs I'm, I'm or get, I'm getting you away from me. Um, Mirror Lake, wow. Mirror Lake where you swim in, in Lake Placid, this is this last couple, uh, the water's so clear you can see the buoy line, the cords that are lined Ooh. up. So you can, if you know that's there, then I just, I just swim right on top of that. But I'm not the only one that knows that, right? right. So everybody's battling for that line. Um, some things that are kind of funny though is at least three or four different times throughout every swim, this happened on the first one as well, is because the way you swim, you get this where at least you get so close to someone, you're breathing and we're breathing at the same oh, time. Oh, your lips to lips. And we're like this close. And we're like stroke, and then you're like, you're like right back together. And, like, uh, and you know, I, uh, this last race I had a guy probably for like, it felt like forever. And finally I, did, I decided that uh, I had enough of looking at break, you. Break the stride a little bit. <laughs> um, I can't believe he didn't break it prior. So, but, why, uh, so why? Oh, so uh, the first no, one. Um, no, why? Uh, I had to do something with my time. Um, as an alcoholic, I spent a lot of my time, filled that time up with drinking. Yeah. Uh, you know, and doing whatever you do. When you I mean, drink. honestly, were you looking for another addiction? Uh, is that like maybe something to help replace? I do have yeah. a, I do have a pretty bad more disease, um, uh, but um, you know it's um, uh, I always wanted to do it. Right? Yeah. Um, they were heavy on my bucket list. Uh, you know, former Marine. You know, when I did smoke cigarettes, they were Marlboro Reds. Right? Everything right. had to be. You know, when I uh, I, I you know uh, running just running a marathon. My mom can do that. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my mom doesn't swim well. My mom probably couldn't pedal a bike very well. 
and do it for and, all the same and, time, and, 13, you know, so, 14, 15 I, you hours. Know, although there's, there's people out there that I'm just amazed. There's people out there that have the not odd body types, just normal body types. Who, who beat you? Oh, crush me. <laughs> yeah. By four hours. Yeah. Really? Um, and you, you look know, at, I, and you look and you're like, I'm fitter than that person. Wait fitter. a second. Like I could, I could do more, you know, 10 calories on the bike, burpees into slam balls in 15 minutes than you can by a lot. Um, but yet you, chugga, chugga. But, but yet you can somehow manage to, uh, nine minute miles on that marathon. You son and just hold it. You beeping son of a gun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, but my first one, back to all that, uh, man, it was a tidal wave. Uh, a tidal wave of emotion? Uh, emotion. So um, talk not, me through, like... Not the- knowing what did... I mean, I, so the very first time I ever swam, 2.4 miles. The very first time I ever biked, 112 miles. We were, the like, very, the same. The very first time I ever ran a marathon was all the day I did my really? first iron. Same. <laughs> um, you know, I had... Done, I never would have done it. Otherwise. Well, I did one century ride prior to that, maybe two. <laughs> That's awesome. But they were like... Same. You know, they're like lollygagging century rides, like, la, la, la. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, people are stopping and drinking during them, right? It's right. like one of those types of, you know, yeah. century rides. Um, uh, I tell you what, um, I was not prepared for that open water mass start. Um, and, and Madison has, I think yeah. now they, most races now do a rolling start because that mass start. A rolling has, start. That mass your chip hits when you go across the start line, and they have signs up saying, "Hey, what are you going to swim? Be realistic. Are you a minute or hour fifteen, or are you an hour forty-five? Start at an hour. Yeah, you get a lot of egos up there in an hour. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Holy crap! Right? Like uh, to me, swimming that in in an hour. Yeah, it's like uh, it's crazy. So, so in Madison, just to kind of it's a big picture. Two two loops, one loop. Madison was one big oh loop. Really? They did. Uh, they did two. When I what year did you do it? Uh, twelve and okay, I did in fifteen. I think I did Madison in eight, nine, ten, or something like that, or uh, seven, eight, nine. Anyway, okay. it was two. And you're, loops. And you're a young. So you had you're one a young young buck. You had one loop, and for someone it's that turnaround point. Oh my gosh! Is I mean, it's well, it's it's just a, that huge. I mean, you literally swim that whole that whole thing. I mean, it was just effing miserable. Um, gosh! Uh, but at the same time, uh, I swam a lot before that first time, man. So I would go down. To the, you know, I was at that Matt Ross pool, just down the street from my house, and. Um, I'd go in there and swim for an hour and a half in that 25 meter pool, no push offs, right? Everything, you know, tried to, I thought I was trying to do stuff, right? I I mean, I I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I was just a guy who was swimming and I was coming down from about 220. So, uh, you know, I got down to like 180, which was like my first, uh, but uh, you know, uh, I got comfortable on the bike. I knew I could do hundred miles on the bike, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I knew I could, was going to run some after the the bike uh, and I did. And then um, I actually, uh, you know, you get to a point where you start, you walk with someone long, you talk to them for so long, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I remember on my first one, uh, I walked with this lady for, it felt like eight miles and a long time. And uh, I actually proposed to Chrissy after that race. So I crossed. Oh, right. Yeah, it was, uh, but so I had a, a ring with me. And so I'm telling this lady this story. Yeah. And she's like my mom's age. And I'm like, <laughs> wait a like, second. Here I am. I was 30. Six thirty-seven, whatever I was doing that first, my first race, and um, here's someone who is 
almost 20 years my senior, uh, about ready to have the same time as me, right? And not the, not what everybody in the world thinks is uh, some endurance athlete body style, right? Mm-hmm. You know, they all don't look amazing like Mr. Jeremy here. Um, you know, uh, I remember I looked at her and I said, uh, um, I'm sorry, but I'm not even really tired. I'm going to go ahead and jog the next couple, last couple miles here, right? I was like, no sweat. I mean, yeah. kit was all dry. I was just yeah. on, on a walk with some lady, you know, <laughs> yeah. lights are off. They start giving yeah. me all these, these little glow things. sticks. Yeah, glow sticks. Um, uh, and I ran in, and I remember my dad came out. Uh, uh, this is you know, early on enough, probably their phones didn't, the, the iron tracker stuff wasn't as good. And so they, they didn't know what to expect. They were just like, where in the hell is this guy, right? It's mm-hmm. been hours. Yeah. I mean, holy crap, how long does it take to make a loop? A long time. <laughs> um, it's two, it's two 13.1 mile loops. So you, you do that, but you're starting to walk at 15, 16, 17, 18 minute mile paces. I mean, holy shnikey bombs. It starts, you start, it takes four hours to do a loop. Did you ever think about quitting? Uh, how many times did you think about quitting? You know, the, the First race, um, hey, let me, I'm sorry, let me, uh, but, but the last half mile, uh, I, um, uh, my dad came up for the first race, and, which was kind of cool. Um, and uh, he uh, he calls me Andy, which is not okay, but it's okay for him. But I, it's Andy's, it's an odd name. And um, uh, I hear him yell my name, and I look up, and I'm like, holy crap! And he's like, he comes out, and you can't, he come out in the streets, not like anybody's stopping you. So for God's sake, so we're, we're age groupers, and 16, 17 hours into a day, no one gives a crap anymore. Yeah. Uh, he comes out, and he's like jogging with me a little bit. And he's like, my God, you're about ready to finish this thing. And I'm like, I know. This is <laughs> cool, right? So, um, uh, A, I had no expectations. I knew it was going to be grueling. Um, I put it immediately into the class of like Marine Corps boot camp. Sure, it was probably the hardest thing I'd ever done at that point. But once I was done, I was like, ah, it wasn't as hard as I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, I trained for this, right? I, I tried to mentally prepare for this. Of course, it was freaking hard, but it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, and that's uh, some decent thinking, but also some bad thinking because y- you think you know what you know until other crap happens to you during races, yeah. right? Where maybe you have a, like my second race, uh, absolutely horrible. Uh, got some boat you know, gas in my face or whatever towards the beginning, super nauseous, uh, throughout the entire swim. Uh, um, this is on the second, um, Ironman I did or the third, I guess, cause the second one I did was only a half. Oh, sure. Sure. Let's just, that's a full um, footnote that, uh, I got sick in the water and, uh, uh, getting thrown up in the water and getting sick out there is a dangerous place to be. Um, because when you, no one can see you, that, but when you throw up, and so uh, pretty highly trained as for water safety and all that crap stuff in the core, but uh, when you throw up and cough, <clears throat> your face goes down. That's how people water comes up. water and you're drowned. Yeah. Just like that, you, you're just freaking done. Yeah. Um, so, and I start, oh, I'm going to throw up. I kept, you know, my water was, you know, salivating the whole swim because you know I'm, I'm going to throw up and I'm trying to calm down. Uh, it's not they trying not to throw up while swimming. But at the same time, also uh, urinating while swimming and not stopping is, is quite a skill. Oh, it's a talent. And, and you got to be able to relax your lower half enough while you're still pulling to let release. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it's a crazy thing because if the water's cold, you're like, hey, that's kind of nice. But then, you know, you can pull you your get it down and get it up the neck a little bit. Kind of rinse it out. But um, anywho, um, about 500 meters out, I finally start vomiting. 
I mean, and it's, I mean, just, you know, whatever I drank that, you know, water and, and it's, and all of a sudden, I mean, I'm in like, oh crap mode, right? My brain's like, and at this point, you know, there's so many volunteers out there, at least for safety in the water as well. Uh, and they're running over and this lady's like waving the thing, maybe blowing a whistle, right? To get her people's attention. And they're flocking to me because it's a dangerous situation. And, but then maybe 10 seconds, there's like five rafts over and, you know, and they're all young, grab a hold. I'm like, F you. Because if you grab a hold. No, you can stop and you can stretch, but okay. it's a middle thing. If I grab you and we start. And it just, feels good. Oh, um, no, um, just oh thank you for saving. No, no. Yeah. Thank you for saving me. Let's yeah. go on in. You know what? This, this didn't work out. Right. Yeah. Um, but I'm, like, bad I'm luck. not grabbing it. I'm not grabbing it. Right. And I keep throwing up. At, but at this point, I'm not worried about me anymore. I'm worried about all the other poor swimmers. I got swim, everybody swim through my vomit, right? Because a lot's coming up. This is, you know, this floats on top of the water. And people are going to be breathing and sucking all that in. It's going to be amazing. Um, uh, so this goes on for maybe, it felt like eight hours, but sure. it's probably, probably 45 seconds. Uh, and they're like, you know, all right. And I turn and I look at the, you know, the shore where you end at. And I'm like, it's just right there. I'll be fine. Um, but once that throw up came, I, my nauseous went away, uh, and went out and had a good bike ride. Uh, but then on the second one, uh, which is different than the first, I actually had a, a physical breakdown. Um, you know, uh, that sucks when you feel kind of strong, but then a knee decides it doesn't want to work anymore very well. Um, and you're at mile eight. And now you're walking with a peg leg, right? And by mile 16, you know, the pain's so bad that you can, I mean, every step is you're ready to be done. Um, and you've got hours of that crap left. So, so you've a made on your left foot that's so bad it's encompassed the whole foot. And you're just thinking, I don't know how this can get any better or any worse. Right. It so there, there's an amplifying effect. A little bit of chafage that you got from a bike ride amplifies over 26 miles and it's bleeding sure. and you cut. So, um, so there's just there's inherent pain. Nobody finishes the thing unscathed. You, you everybody gets a little bad luck. Oh, you you know, you'd have stubs to. a toe, trips over a curb, oh, yeah. somebody kicks and you. We all race in the same conditions, right? You, you forget it. You drop a water bottle. You go without anything to drink for five miles. You know you run behind. Yeah. So how, how do you how do you translate it, that into real life? Um, uh, what, are, what are your lessons learned throughout your so far Ironman career and, and how do you approach like daily struggles? Um, uh, something I used to do that I, I, I stopped doing, I guess, about a year or so ago is and that is let myself kind of re go again as far as uh, not paying attention to my diet. Because um, after my first Ironman, I went from 180 to I think. You got up to the, you were two. Well, I always get back in the twos. I'm trying to think when I hit the 240. I think that was an O. I was trying to think of when I was. In, so always in these Ironmans, I, I didn't. And then I'm like, ah, oh, I, I just. Let it go. Not, not so much I, I would stop completely riding, but I wouldn't ride very often. I was still coming to the gym, but I was more worried about how much I could push press. Sure. Um, but in between some of these Ironmans, I got to back up to 240 freaking pounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a big um, weight change right there. Holy That's shit. 60 pounds. Uh, Didn't we call that inflammation, uh, or what, what did we call that? Uh, you, you call it, it was not or okay. inflamed. Yeah, you, said was, you said I wasn't fat, I was inflamed. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> true. You're not fat, you're just inflamed, man. And, uh, and I think that might have been, I think I might have signed up for another race. So for me, the, the, the challenge of life, obviously, is, is being mundane, right? I mean, I'm, I'm a guy who's constantly, I got a cup that's half full, and I can't pour enough into it to fill it. Um, 
I try to fill a little bit of that void with some of this stuff, right? Um, uh, you know, um, but because I have yo-yoed my weight so badly and I would have a year, you know, I'd sign up for a race and give myself nine months, 10 months, 12 months. But I would have multiple things to fight. I would have, I'd have to get aerobically fit, but at the same time, I got to drop 40 freaking pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I, when I went from that 240 back down to 180 again, right, you know, I was like, holy crap, you know how long it took to drop that weight? Mm-hmm. 60 pounds off me, I dropped that. I mean, you know, I'm, you're buying 36-inch pants, and I'm just like, what are you doing, dude? But I mean, from last year to this year, what happened? Um, I, because, A, we, uh, what you guys have done here at the gym has been amazing as far as with the, the different types of uh, workouts you guys have been al- allowing us to do, which uh, um, I think at first I thought it was silly. It's like, why are we going to do a bunch of more aerobic stuff at a, at a CrossFit gym? I want to slam barbells on the ground, and because and, that's neat. Right. Yeah. I always want to be dinged up. I always want my right shoulder. To you, want, you want to hurt all the time? Right. Um, <laughs> uh, but then as I start uh, transition, I mean, I love those workouts and I love what they do for me, but I kept my weight down, kept with my diet. Uh, so 2017 um, Ironman race I did, I did at like 176 pounds. I think it was what I weighed in at. Um, but then I maintained that weight throughout this last transition in year. Um you know, I think I did this race at 173, but last year at 176, I took off all my clothes. I weighed in, in my underwear amongst everybody because I was so excited about being 176. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> this year, uh, I had my phone in my pocket. I think I stepped on their shoes at 173, right? Um, lean. And lean. Yeah. I, A lot leaner than you were last year. Yeah. And leaner. Um, and I had, you know, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I, I don't drink soda. Um, not because it probably doesn't taste good. I'm probably thinking anymore nowadays. Occasionally I do have a root beer. I like uh, get a root beer when we go to the movies occasionally. But I don't I don't think that. Anywho. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, but, uh, you know, it, it does keep me wanting to, to watch out for my nutrition and um more than anything because you know half of what I you know look like today or how I feel today you know starts in the kitchen I would say obviously is um, you know uh, but I still do it it's probably I'd say stretching and nutrition are my two suckiest things I do stretching it's easy to work hard it's easy to work hard, yeah, but, you're, but you're doing something. Easy but, to but sweat. To, but to tell me to stop and then now properly stretch, stretch. for five minutes afterward. Yeah. Yeah, to you, right? You know. Um, the sales advice that you had is great, but no offense, but that's better. <laughs> well, sure, right? You know. Better for your health, but the sales stuff uh, might be better for your career. Sure. Um, uh, the, um, the ability to. Uh, you know, I like knowing why. Um, sometimes I, you know, I'm really good at being told what to do. Mm-hmm. A lot of people would not agree with that, but it's true. Um, that's why I loved about the Marines, right? I got told what to do. Yeah. I, every minute of the day. I, no thought process. No just thought process, right? Yeah. That's what they loved about us crown eaters. I mean, just, <laughs> just um, young and dumb and, you know, full yeah. of all sorts of stuff. So, um, uh, I like being told what to do. Um, I would, uh, but with my nutrition, like I said, my, through nutrition, uh, and, you know, some of that stuff, uh, I suck at it. Uh, I know I need to stretch more. I know I need to, uh, the ice bath stuff is, I really, uh, you know, I uh, race was on Sunday, um, and I'll tell you what, uh, Chrissy always laughs at me because I always say I will do another, an, 
will not do another. Um, well, after the last one, I was excited to do another, but the other two, I was like, eh, I don't know if I'll do another one. Um, on the second, on the on the first loop, so you do two loops on the run. Um, Chrissy stayed, has been at the same spot for the last couple of races, the last couple of years, but it's a big hill you run up. And I, uh, um, I looked at her, I mean, I, and there was no, there was no effing lying. I, I looked at her and I said, I will not do another. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, just, no, just, I will not do another just because I mean, I was, I was, this last race was so bad. Uh, more mental uh, than any other race. Um, weather didn't quite cooperate. Weather didn't cooperate. I wrecked on mile nine on the bike. Um, you know, uh, I think I messed up my derailleur at that point. So uh, I was dropping the chain about every hill you would hit, which the freaking course is all a freaking hill, kind of. It seems like uh, bad headwinds, but everybody has the same conditions. Right. Um, this was the first race I went in with some better, higher expectations of myself. I mean, because you're training. You, well, the, the, to me, my training was better. I, my body is primed, right? Uh, uh, to me, those distances are just as much mental as they are anything else to a certain degree, especially on the bike. Um, I knew worf, roughly what I was going to do in the water. I came out of the water, okay, right? I was a little slower than the year before, but you know what? Nah, all right. Um, yeah, five minutes there is not going to sure, blow. right? But... It, it was already raining. The wind was howling, and the, you know you sit on there, and a volunteer rips that wetsuit off, and that first bit of cold wind hits your body, and you're just thinking, "Damn, here it goes!" Right? Yeah. And you got a quarter mile run down to transition. Uh, you know, you got to pick your own bags at this race, which is kind of jacked up. Um, you know, they always brag about how many volunteers you have, and normally there's like 50 dude volunteers in the transition. We had like three. They're shouting out your number. You run through. They hand your bag. Here you pick your own bag. You go get your own bag. Um, But when you get into the tent, man, I mean, it's some intense stuff. I mean, people are trying to dry feet and, uh, you know, and you just want someone to say, hey, man, what can I help you with? Um, Yeah. Um, packing your packing your suit bag your stuff yeah. because you start laying your stuff out right uh, but when you lay a bunch of stuff out the next day lay, I mean they start packing the bag if it's it could be whose goggles are these they have this bag yep so and I mean I'm looking around there's like like four volunteers at this point in there and there I mean I'm I come in where, when a lot of people come in on this film because I'm yep. not very fast so that the tent is freaking full and I think that the drama behind it is you are setting yourself up for the next six or seven hours of your life yeah yeah, I mean, so if you miss something, mm-hmm. if you lo- forget something, say you forget your sunglasses, Bam. or you know, it, yeah. I mean, it, it could make a huge, huge difference. Sure, I mean, in the next seven hours. and you're about ready to, yeah, and and it's uh, Lake Placid is a very challenging course. There's about seven to eight, uh, seven and a half thousand feet of climbing in, in on the course. Wow, um, and they're long, grueling pedals. Um, uh, but uh, what was crazy is that even though I wrecked on about seven, eight, or nine, whatever the hell I wrecked, uh, I still felt good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, obviously, uh, you know, my goal was to hit about do about 19 and a half uh, average on the bike. Um, probably for the first 45 minutes, I was able to achieve that. Didn't feel like anything was going too crazy. Um, but then at a certain point, um, it was like it was everything was like I was pedaling through sand, everything. and I, I couldn't shake it. Um, uh, you know, quads filled up. Everything was just, it was just like, dear God. 
Right. But you know, we're, once again, we're all pedaling to the same headwinds, right? Yeah. No, I mean, it wasn't like, Oh, only drew had, had the, the rain, the hell and, and headwinds. Right. Yeah. No, everybody had that crap. Um, uh, I think I told you the other day, Jeremy, um, normally I start off the morning hungry as you should, right? Cause you don't want to like be full from whatever crap you ate from the night before. But, um, I wasn't able to shake that hunger even before the race. Spent the entire race with a growling tummy. And uh, behind on calories. Yeah. Well, you know, but I, I do a big uh, Joe has always had me off uh, as soon as I get out T T one or transition when you go from the swimming to the bike. Uh, two throwaway bottles immediately on my bike with five hundred calories per and this stanima release yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, they're thick, they're nasty, but you know, hey. It's sustainable stuff, whatever. Uh, that settled me down. And normally that's when my tummy does un- gets, un- okay, hey. Yeah. But uh, so then after that, I mean, I couldn't get, a, you know, you're grabbing bananas and, and, and cliffs and, and bottles of water. And, you know, I maintain every, every uh, aid station, which is, you know, two bottles of water and a half a Gatorade because it's so citrus they always do citrus which I don't understand because it F's me up but uh, I just always just pop about half of it and just get rid of it because I'm trying to get some electrolytes or whatever the hell's in that stuff Uh, and you move on to the next aid station put your head down and get in your aero bars and go Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I was it was it was horrible Um, I it was like seriously like pedaling through sand Um, and that so about out of the water let's call it an hour and a half um, an hour into the bike so about two and a half two forty-five three hours into the race I'm starting to look at my Garmin's you know my, my stuff I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my freaking average speed I'm looking at distance you're doing the math and I'm starting to do freaking math in my head and this day's about ready to get really effing long right yeah. um, but then you're like hey you know what keep your head down maybe you know you'll second wind I kept thinking hey these legs are sooner or later maybe I'll run a three hour marathon you know? Sure. <laughs> uh, that would be amazing. That on, on the bike. I'm like, man, my time's slipping here, but I could run a three-hour well, marathon. So, but that's funny you say that because even – so when I got to this first loop of the bike, I realized I was probably going to be six and a half to seven hours on the bike, which was about uh, – my goal was to come in under right about six, a yeah. little under six. Um, and I knew that was about to happen, and I was, but it was at the same time. It's it's so tough to try to start mentally preparing yourself that uh, your first kind of goal sucked, and that you're clearly not where you thought you were going to right. be at this point. Right. Something's wrong because I knew my legs were, were dead and they weren't coming back. I didn't know how that was going to transcribe into the run or, or turn over into the run. Um, I didn't know what was going to happen with any of that. So I, but I, like you said, my goal was still to do a. 430 marathon, right? Um, you know, got up. I mean, you're so ready to hand someone that effing bike, right? I mean, you, you never want a bike again. I mean, screw you, bike, right? <laughs> Take it, <laughs> keep it. That my bike is still in its carrying bag in the garage, and it may stay there for another three months. That's my tri bike. I mean, I, I, it may stay there for in that carrying case for a while, but um, you hand that off, and now you're trying to, and you're just thinking, marathon time. <laughs> right, you know, well, no big deal. I, well you, like it I said, hurts to walk. How am I going to run right now? Well, and you're 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 in cycling shoes if you're a, a, an amateur dude like me, and you're like, oh god, right? Like I hate running. I'm already telling myself I hate running. Yeah. Um, and I just had the worst bike of my career on, on, <laughs> on an Ironman. Yeah. Right. 
Wow. And your legs are Sweet. still filled. Well, they, they, they're still feeling like crap, but what, but then as I get my shoes, you change socks, at least I do, put dry, on the dry socks. shoes. Yeah. Um, do you change shorts? No, I, I you, you know. keep on uh, your same. Uh, Joe, Is there anybody in a tent and you don't stop in a tent? I have nothing. No, you're just in a room with a bunch of dudes. A lot of dudes are, you're, you could, I mean, I, if I'm putting my shoes on. There's you genitalia right you there. You may <laughs> undress the face that way and yeah. bend over, take out your socks, and you may have yeah. uh, the brown eye pointing at you. Yeah. By some, <laughs> Some dude, and you're like, hey, fella. We know each other right. a lot better now. Right now we do. We're buddies. Um, uh, yeah, so no one cares, right? No one cares. We, yeah, we're at that point. It's a bunch of savages. At that point, no one's measuring anything, right? You know what I'm no. saying? So it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, trying I, to put your socks on. Right? Yeah. Um, Joe Fox always wants me to put on a, a fresh pair of shorts and a, and a T-shirt and try to be as comfortable as possible on that marathon. And I'm always like, but that's, I'm doing a triathlon, so I'm going to stay in a, in a kit. I'm going to stay. You stay in it the whole yeah, because I'm clearly there for the expedition of it, yeah. right? So I'm going to stay looking like I, I'm doing a try, right? Yeah. Um, at the end, I'm going to get my picture taken. I want to look like a guy who did a triathlon, right. not a guy <laughs> who, who ran a marathon and he got his ass kicked. So you, um, but you, you mentioned at mile 13, you weren't, so last question. Yeah. You said you're not going to do another one. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, I, oh, I'm, I'll do. I'm, I'm clearly um, that I can't. You were delirious. Uh, well, no, I just can't in on that crap. And I knew it deep down I was going to change my mind. But I was also willing to let Christy say that sounds good. And I've been like, it could help me out with a, a decision. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, the uh, when I got off and started running, um, I felt good. But that's whatever you relative like good is, right? Um, my legs weren't like all lethargic that like they were on the bike. Um, you know, I did my best to pick them up and put them down. Uh, they have an aid station every mile. The only w reason they can do that is because it's a loop and they share on the way back. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not so much a loop, it's an out in the back. So it's easy, you know, there's not like 26 aid stations. There's really only 13-ish or 10, oh. whatever there is. Anywho, um, uh, the first loop I ran, uh, A station, A station. And I was just like... Got it. Well, I just thought I was, I was, it was, it was, I was, I was pulling back some of that time off that crappy ass bike. Yeah. Um, but then all of a sudden I, I started and I, and I told myself that you don't need to worry about your splits until about mile eight or nine. Don't even like, like start clock watching this early. It's not real. Right. It, nowhere near real. Um, but then all of a sudden I looked at my watch and I'm like, why am I going so slow? Like this should be faster than last year. Last year I did this. Two, one, two, one, two. Walk, ran for two minutes, walked for a minute, and stayed at that hard. And I was like 20 minutes slower on this one, running the whole day. And I'm just like, well, clearly I'm not running very fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, right? But so then you started doing this. Oh, well, I'm clearly not going to be able to keep this pace up, even on the second loop, as slow as this crap is. And I knew there's going to be more walking on the second loop. So then, once again, here I am in the middle of this run. I mean, I shook off all the ill feelings. Um, and then, once again, about five minutes before I saw Chrissy going up this big hill, that's when, I'm, that's when the calculations start going. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? Mm -hmm. I'm like, now I got another, how many hours I got left? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Several so more. more hours. Like, yeah. well, like, you can go watch the Green Mile, like three, three hours of shit, yeah. crap left, right? <laughs> I mean, that's a long movie. Yeah. You can go watch, you know, eight episodes of Friends. While I'm running. <laughs> I mean, and still go get ice cream go take a nap and, and take a nap and get back and see me. It's like, holy crap, right? Um, uh, so it's tough. And uh, this race, uh, once again, no mechanical breakdowns as far as body-wise. Mm -hmm. um, and so my only excuse is that I suck. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's um, the case. Uh, and not only, I mean, it's... Uh, 
um, at this point, I mean, I, I've done enough that, I mean, my, my full ego is involved now. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you one thing that my training always is clearly missed on this one is that there's no substitute for the mileage. Um, I got to become a, a guy. I'm, I, I'm never going to say, hey, guys, <laughs> let's go run like a fun thing to go do. But you need to do it. Um, but no, I, I got to get better, more comfortable with the, the abilities to uh, to me. Most things I do in my life are, are, you know, past experience type, you know, scenarios where are scenarios where, you know, uh, the only way I know that I can do that is to go do that. Mm-hmm. And then next time I go do it, I go, no problem. I got this. For you. Right. Now, uh, it's like golf, right? If, if, uh, if I only go and play four rounds of golf a year and never hit 3,000 buckets of balls, I should not expect to get very good mm-hmm. at golf. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying I don't ride and I don't run, um, but I don't probably run to the extent that I, I need to. Um, uh, here's a funny, funny thing. Um, uh, I... And I told Chrissy this the day before the race. I said, I bet you I'm the only person in this race that is going to put their wetsuit on for the very first time and swim in a wetsuit the day before their Iron Man. Oh, that was, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, whether I was or not, I don't know. I'm, but I'm guessing there's only a couple other idiots who do that. Um, so I do not take the swim. I take the swim serious. I only swim enough to get myself comfortable back in the water because I don't think if I swim, it's not going to make a big difference. 15 hours a week. If it would take more than eight to 10 minutes off my time. That's not enough to make money. I, well, I mean, I'll never make money doing this, but I do want to qualify for Kona, right? Uh, the qualify for Kona, I got to be low 10 hours, right? Um, I mean, uh, I always go to the award banquets the next day, and they pretty much the top five are going to get to go to Kona. And you start hearing off those times. And I mean, uh, there's no reason why I, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. Not a single freaking reason. And it just pisses me off. I suck at it so bad. Um, I don't like sucking at stuff. Um, I'm not saying I'm, I'm amazing at everything, but uh, I've done this enough. So the small community that I kind of live inside this Ironman community, uh, I'm slow. Um, you know, it's like being an alcoholic. I don't care that people know I'm an alcoholic as long as that's not the only thing they know about me, right? right. Um, but I do care about my times in Ironman and that people know those, right? That's Jack. It's out there. It's yeah. public. Yeah. Right? I can't lie to you. If I tell you, hey, yeah, t- 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 someone tells me that they did something like that, what's your name? I'll, I'll look, look you up right yeah. now. Like, <laughs> Which race was it? Yeah, yeah sure, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, you know, like I'll go and talk to Joe later today. I haven't talked to Joe. I mean, Joe will laugh at me because he's just like, you are slow, right? He'd be like, uh, you still on that mindset that you don't need to do probably 250 miles a week on a bike. Right. I mean, you, I mean, you keep talking about wanting to be serious yeah. about it, but you t- keep talking about getting in, you know, sub 11, but. So I think, you know, part, part two to this is going to be, what are you doing to get fast? Um, not, I, no, not right now. Oh, that's going to be, that'll be part two of the podcast. Cause that's, that's interesting to me from standpoint of how is your training going to change and what, you know, what are you going to add to your training? Is it mileage? Is it, you know, is it doing the right kind of interval work? Nutrition. Um, n- yeah. Dialing in your nutrition further. And you know, what are you going to do to get fast? I think is going to be really interesting, but, um, 
basically thank you for sharing your story. I, right. I, I yeah. think, I don't know, I, I, I find I it crazy. I don't remember one thing I really talked about. That's but, fine. Uh, that's great. It, yeah. to, to me, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard stuff and it, and it takes you to the um, limits of your exposure and it broadens your exposure. Every time you go back and do one of these, you learn something new about yourself. Sure. And you, you, you tackle a challenge that you didn't foresee and you overcome it. And, uh, and then there's something about that that makes you want to come back and do it again. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, I'll tell you what, the ultimate drug is that finish line. Um, Mike Riley, who obviously, I think he's about ready to retire. He's the guy who's, who says the name. You are John Riley. You are Iron Man. Oh, (laughs) he's retiring. You'll never get to have that. He's done it to me five times or four times. (laughs) Um, (laughs) even uh, if he wasn't retiring, I don't think I'd ever have that. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the, um, uh, that, that drug at the end, uh, it's amazing when you cross that line, every drop of pain. And not saying that you had it, it goes just goes, because all of a sudden you, you, you can mentally say, I'm, I'm yeah. done. I'm done. <laughs> right? You know, what's crazy is because a volunteer will grab your arm like that and hold you. you okay. Up. And you go, yeah, yeah. And they're, okay. They're going to keep a hold of you. Because people say, then, yeah, sure. You know, they fall down, right? Yeah, as soon as you get across, you're like, right, and then, whoa. Then, 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 yeah, you, so you start melting. Um, um, and, uh, you know, so, um, it, it, that right there, um, at the end kind of just makes it all worth it. Um, and, uh, in 2017, when I did Placid last, um, I finished in, in the full day, like I didn't get to drink any chicken broth because that doesn't come out till dark and I didn't have to wear any of those stupid glow sticks, glow sticks. Uh, this year, um, I, I, I got the drink to chicken broth, yeah. um, but I refused to put those damn glow sticks on yeah. <laughs> uh, because it wasn't completely dark yet. I, I mean, my time wasn't that much slower, but it was still all the same slower. Um, and uh, which will put me back. I think I need to go do a flat course like Arizona where I could crank yeah. up that bike. To, I mean, uh, I mean, but everybody's fast down there. Everybody goes down there to the PR and go, oh, look, uh, in Arizona. Well, yeah, come up here and do Placid or, or Madison, Madison where there's some hills, you son of a gun. It's not yeah. the same. Um, Florida is the same, I guess. I'm not taking anything away from those things because I'm not saying so I, mean, I may not PR, you know. I mean, it's hotter down there, um, uh, you know, but uh, anywho. Um, I do love the sport and I love what it does for me as far as the, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's an, it's an amazing, uh, although I stink at them, I, it's amazing to watch those people who are amazing at, because I get the, you know, in, in, you know, every race you get the race against pros, right? This, this year at Madison or excuse me, at Placid was a, a woman's race. So it's only women pros, but, uh, you know, I've raced against the best guys technically at the sport ever. Like, uh, Greg Alexander, Crowley or whatever, he's an Australian guy and he's technically the best Ironman athlete to ever live, you know, most world championships and all that stuff kind of a thing. I mean, I've raced against him. We never actually were racing yeah. against each other, <laughs> but same course the same and started the same swim. Yeah. Um, you know, so th- that's, what's really cool about the sports that I get to do that. Um, and although I know that there's a lot of people who are about ready to beat me, who I don't think deserve to mm-hmm. right in my mind, right? Because I feel as if I should be better. better. Um, 
it's just amazing to watch because you see so many struggles. I mean, you're struggling, but you're looking at other struggles out there, right? You see in people's eyes that they're, I mean, beyond where they've ever been before. Uh, Or you see a guy who's 300 pounds pushing through that crap and you're just thinking, like, whatever problems I thought I had on this thing. Are you kidding me? Um, I'm getting chilled, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, the stuff is real out there. Because um, uh, I know a couple, like, a couple races, I've been in some enormously dark places where my body was just like, just sit down, quit, quit. yeah, stop, just sit. And I'm like, no, right? And you're thinking, uh, yeah, I got four hours of this, that I can, I can do that, right? You know, um, but you see that struggle in people, right? And that's, uh, I did this a lot of that same stuff in the Marine Corps. We'd be doing something super hard, and I'd look over at a buddy, man, like Beatty or something like that, who. Unfortunately, due to my whatever, I'd think that maybe I was a little bit more tougher or stronger yeah. than, and he'd look over Harley sweat, and I'm like, you better stop sweating, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, you know, so um, it's amazing the struggles out there, and it's a beautiful thing to uh, finish in enough time that you get to come back and stand and on watch the finish line. And because you watch, start watching people when the hours and minutes are counting down to where there's no more, you don't get to cross the finish line anymore. They just stop you. Stop. Uh, and they will start calling people out. If they keep at that pace and they'll send people out and say, man, you got to come on, buddy. Let's go. You know, they're, they will help. I mean, and you get, you see people who probably haven't ran a single drop in five hours running those last two miles and, and they're coming across and you're just thinking, you know, the elation, right? I mean, yeah. that's a person who you would see somewhere and you would think nowhere in a million years they just did something that you would think is impossible yeah um that's cool i mean that is super cool um so not only you going through it you get to witness other people's and their struggles out there if you want to pay attention to it right i mean to me it's a little bit of people watching helps some time go by to hope the other people are just as jacked up as you yeah (laughs) to to, to summarize two two things big takeaways that i'm getting is the struggle is real Embrace it, enjoy it, love it, and the and what you accomplish at the end of it is is totally worth it, and that sure. could probably go for any struggle that you have in life. Of course. And the other thing is is put it on the calendar, and if you if you put something on the calendar, whether it might not be an Ironman, it it might be uh, a five k, it might be some sort of challenge. But it pay for go, it. Yeah, going to the gym three days a yeah, week. Put but, but yeah. put it on the calendar. Put it on the calendar. Put the money down. Yep. Make it happen. And uh, we're we're gonna be back for for part two of this when we learn more about uh, what you're gonna do with your training. But Sweet thank record. you for uh, for sharing. The story, yeah, yeah, thanks for giving us giving us goosebumps. I have zero, zero, you know, I have no knowledge. Now, you do if you want to do one, I mean, seriously, anybody in this gym, uh, anybody here could sign up, could go out and do an Ironman tomorrow, they're that fit. Uh, just be whether or not they could endure, you know, uh, an hour and a half just fighting in the swim, right? I mean, because that could jack you up, and then you know, of course, you know, not everybody can ride a bike for. Seven hours. Maybe. <laughs> but anyway, guys, th- thanks for hanging out. We'll uh, we'll see you guys all next week.